I, I, I'm trying to think if I've ever done a USDA loan. I know you and I have known one another for quite some time, and, and we've tried to do some deals together. Yes. Uh, but um, not sure if, if uh, we've done anything, but we've done a lot of SBA loans. And I know one of the um, features of an SBA loan, because it's a government-backed loan, uh, you basically pay a fee uh, to the SBA. Yes. It's a government fee. I call it a premium. <laughs> Uh, because I, I view the SBA as an insurance company mm -hmm. <laughs> that insures loans. Yes. Uh, how, how similar would you say uh, the USDA is uh, when compared to uh, an SBA loan? Right. On the USDA, it's a much simpler format on the guarantee fee because it's 3% of the loan balance, I mean, of the guaranteed amount. So uh, you get a guarantee up to a $5 million loan, it's an 80% guarantee. So you take 80% of that, which is $4 million times 3%, and that would be your guarantee fee. Okay, so let's see if my math do, is right, yeah. uh, that's a $120,000 fee. Yes, it is. <laughs> that you pay to the USDA Yes. for guaranteeing that loan. Mm -hmm. That premium that you talked the, about. The premium, yeah, yeah, the insurance premium. Insurance premium. Uh, 3%, interesting. Um, I always wondered since uh, the the bank is the beneficiary of the <laughs> of the uh, insurance policy or the government guarantee. I wonder why banks don't pay that. Oh gosh, because yeah, we don't have enough premium. Uh, oh, okay. To pay that. You like making a profit. Right. Okay. We like staying that, in business. Understood. And <laughs> the goal with Equity Financial is to stay in business forever, as long as we can. And as we know, a lot of banks don't make it. So. Yeah. Our job is to stay in business. <laughs> so with regards to Acclivity, uh, is it a standalone business or is it just a brand, um, you know, of uh, Citizens Bank? Yeah, it's just a brand. It's just a subsidiary. Mm -hmm. So when you actually sign your documents at closing, they will say Citizens Bank. Oh, I see. Okay. And when you look at us on an SBA or USDA list of lenders, mm -hmm. uh, it will say Citizen, Citizens Bank. Okay, well, good. Now, we talked a little bit about uh, the borrower and what the borrower can do to prepare uh, him or herself. Um, I'm sure that you have had situations that have gone through the process, get to closing, and not close. Well, no, not really. But <laughs> you never had that happen? No, they, they, I get them closed. I'm very impressed with yeah, that. Yeah. Um, so what would you say that you do that's different um, I would say maybe then your competition just to make sure you get the deal closed. Right. Well, um, I mean, I'm very fortunate. I have the best closers in the industry mm -hmm. uh, by far. I mean, literally my closer was sending out emails on Sunday and I was kind of like, come on, let's don't, you know, like she's not in sales, but she, they, she treats the customer the way that I treat the customer, which is to get their loan across the finish line. Okay. So... Yeah, that and the fact that we do have on the USC, USDA side a um, underwriter who is specifically from the USDA. So okay, so so that's an advantage, and you talked about that earlier. Mm -hmm. How um, you know there could be a lot of USDA lenders out there, and, and certainly there are a lot of banks that take advantage of the USDA guarantee program. Yes, uh, but uh, I guess in a sense you're saying that not all banks. Not all lenders are created equal. Correct. That's. I mean, they're not. So. Okay. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we like getting paid too, so we like right. dealing with uh, 
lending institutions that are like you right. that get deals closed. Uh, and, and that's the advantage, you know, in the uh, capital markets, um, a, a bank is not a bank and a bank and a bank and a bank. Um, the lenders, you know, they have different personalities, they have uh, different uh, underwriting models, uh, and there are different levels of talent sometimes uh, at those lending institutions. And so uh, based on who you're dealing with and their experience, um, their desire in a lot of cases to get that deal done, uh, that's, that could mean the difference between success and a transaction that's not successful. Would you say that's true? That's very true. Yeah. Um, so now we did mention a little bit about uh, borrowers being prepared uh, when they come. Um, what would you say are the uh, primary uh, underwriting um, criteria that you guys are, are looking at? Here's, I'm coming to you, I'm looking for a loan. Uh-huh. I have a uh, $5 million building transaction. It's in a USDA eligible area. Um, let's say it's a hotel. Um, what are some of the things that are gonna help me qualify for that loan? Well, again, like I mentioned, I think uh, I order appraisals up front. So mm-hmm. if you, I don't know if it's a debt refi or a purchase, but based on the situation, I would go ahead and get the customer to give a deposit up front. Because with the USDA, unlike the SBA, you have to be fully secured. So you don't have any way to, if the appraisal doesn't come in, to make up that difference. Because the loan is going to be based on that appraisal. So a lot of times to speed up the process and if the customer's really buying the property or they are definitely refinancing, then the cost of an appraisal shouldn't be too much to give up front. And then after that, it's gonna be all the financials. There is one difference between USDA and SBA on the fact that USDA looks mainly at financial statements so as opposed to tax returns. Really? So they're gonna to want to have um, audited, or not audited, then Count it prepared financial statements for each year, really? three years. Wow, that's interesting. So, uh, whereas SBA, uh, we will go back the last uh, three most recent years tax return. Correct. Um, with the USDA, uh, they're going to look at those financial statements. Uh, now, why is that? I wonder. I think it's because of that one rule with the USDA, which is different than any other loan program that I'm aware of, Mm -hmm. which is where they have to have 10% tangible net worth. And they're going to look mainly at the balance sheet for that um, to determine. They can see a lot more in a financial statement than a tax return. Okay. So, uh, again, for the benefit of our audience, uh, 10% tangible net worth, basically their cost basis. Right. Uh, They have to have... uh, you know, uh, skin in the game, I guess we would say. Right, and it can't be uh, tangible, intangible assets, which would be your goodwill right. or, um, you know, other, your, I guess, your fees that you've paid on loans and stuff like that that are showing up on your balance sheet. Yeah. So wh- what happens when you have a, um, I'm doing a refi. I have a, a low-cost basis. I, I, I purchased correctly. Yes. I, I bought it for... Five hundred thousand, but today it's worth five million. It's probably not going to work with the USDA, unfortunately. Really? Yeah, because they're going to want to see it on the balance sheet. So, is there a way to, I guess, increase your cost basis? Go make a bunch of improvements. Yeah, I mean, you could make a bunch (laughs) of improvements and base it off of that. Okay. So, because I mean, if you're making improvements, that's going to increase the value. But okay. 
Wow. So so that is a limitation that it you have to be aware of. That is a limitation, yes. So um, your document request for a new borrower for a USDA loan, uh, you're going to want a resume? Yes. You're going to want three years financials? Right. And I, I still get the tax returns up front just to make sure that works. And then we'll worry about the financial statements later. Sometimes that's a little bit harder for a customer. Uh, they might have this year in financial statement, but a lot of times they don't have the previous couple years and that's going to pull in their accountant and they might or may not want to do that early in the process. So. Okay. We closed $6.5 million deal in just 17 days and it's only because of Pioneer Reality Capital. They are very professional. They are like with us all the time. Whenever we feel we need to contact them, they were just a click away. And I remember on the day of closing, Belia and Victoria was with us and they were just, just right next to us. Whatever the information they needed, we were providing them and everything was so smooth. So Jenna, how does it work with new construction? Well, if it's new construction, i.e. a startup, mm -hmm. I'm assuming, then it's going to be based on a pro forma and business plan. Okay. So, uh, but you will need uh, tax returns from the sponsor. You'll need their personal tax returns. Right. Their personal tax returns and the personal financial statement. Okay. And a lot of times what we do is with the personal financial statement, that SBA form is one that gives us really the information that we're used to seeing. Mm -hmm. So it's always best as you, as helping them prepare the package, do it on that form. Okay. So now I know on a uh, personal financial statement, which is a very important document when underwriting a commercial real estate loan, um, you're going to show how much money they have in the bank. Uh, do borrowers or sometimes inflate that number? They do. They either inflate it or don't put enough. So one way or the other, they they seem to not account for everything. Uh, the best thing to do is to ask for the backup. And up front, if you could go ahead and ask for any bank statements, um, any stock statements, anything that's going to back up those numbers, mm. uh, that would really help out. Okay, so those numbers are verified, right? Yes, they are <laughs> verified, so they're not pie in the sky. Right, okay. So, uh, and they really help you as a lender uh, determine how much risk you're willing to take. If that uh, borrower has enough financial strength mm -hmm. uh, to uh, protect the deal in case it goes bad, especially in new construction or, or startup business, then that makes you feel more comfortable as a lender, right? Right. I mean, that's one of the most important things is for a customer to be able to handle themselves personally mm -hmm. from their cash flow and stuff and then have extra left over for the business. Okay. So we talked about the appraisal. Uh, that you order up front. Are there any other third-party reports? We do order environmental, so that's like a phase one on most projects. Um, if it's a startup construction project with USDA, there's actually even more hurdles related to environmental conditions. Mm. Uh, they have to check and make sure like a lot of the things like that property is not related to native lands or there's not any soil capture like anything going on with that property that uh, would require the government to get involved. So it's very detailed. Uh, that could really 
make the process longer for a customer that wants to construct a building. Okay. So uh, we talked about the financial documents you need, uh, the resume, personal financial statement, um, performa tax return or performa financial statements if it's new construction, um, reviewed financial statements if it's an existing property, correct? Mm -hmm. uh, third party reports, appraisal, environmental. Is there anything else that's required to get this loan closed? <laughs> yeah, I, we can just get rid of that question. Probably yeah. get rid of that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're long already, <coughs> right? So we can start wrapping up now. Yeah, we're long. Okay. Let's, uh, so Jana, um, for the benefit of our audience, uh, what advice would you give someone who's, who's looking for a commercial real estate loan in one of these areas that qualify for USDA? Well, the main thing I would say for a customer looking for a loan is to obviously use somebody to help them. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times what I see is they don't know exactly what loan they need, so whether it's an SBA or USDA or something like that. So if they use a firm like yours, for instance, to help them put all the documents together, then you'll know better than them all these little details that are involved. And then you can help sway them to whether or not what they need is going to be a USDA loan, an SBA loan, or if it's going to be a conventional loan. Right, yeah. In fact, um, that's really what we're in business to do. Right. Um, we, we get that loan request, we determine um, what's going to be the most effective execution on that loan for that loan uh, and then we can direct them to the most credible lender uh, because as you mentioned before uh, not all lenders are created equally and uh, some may offer slightly lower interest rates but uh, it's always better if the loan actually gets closed right correct yes, <laughs> so definitely. you you pay one way or another Right. In, in a lot of cases. Well, there's another saying that we always have is that we don't need the practice, so we know what to do and mm -hmm. we're just looking for the right deals and, you know, yes or no, whatever the answer is, we're going to give it quickly. So. Yeah, well, absolutely. And, and our goal when we're working with our clients is to uh, give them a quick no or a quick yes. We're, we yeah. actually pre-underwrite all of our deals before we send them out to our capital partners uh, so that we know if the deal is going to work or not. And, and I know that's a benefit uh, uh, for you as your... It, it's a major benefit. <laughs> I deal with customers all the time, and I've had a few that they ask funny questions, obviously, or they don't really know how to process the... Pro and I can only handle, you know, so much in volume. So right. so it's best, you know, when you send a deal in, I know what your deal is going to look like. Mm -hmm. I know how it's going to be packaged. I know all the documents are going to be right there in the Dropbox file, the share file and I can get right on it and get it done quickly. So that's the benefit of, you know, us working together and it works out great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming today, uh, joining our podcast and telling us all about USDA loans. Uh, I've learned some things that I didn't necessarily know. Um, and so that it, it helps me personally. And I'm certain that in our audience, um, you guys are learning some things too, but perhaps uh, we talked about something that may not have been clear. Uh, please, uh, you know, add a comment in the comment section, and we'll try to address that. Uh, but we uh, certainly ask that you subscribe um, so that we know that you actually like this podcast. <laughs> and then it's always good if you like us, too, if, if you do like it. But if there's, if there's anything that we can do to improve the podcast, then uh, please let us know. 
but we certainly thank you for joining us and we uh, thank you Jana uh, for coming and educating us and uh, we look forward to seeing our audience again next week. Thanks Charles. All right, thank you.